Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Monet Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Today, we discuss embarrassing celebrity interactions. We discuss horoscopes, zodiacs, and witchcraft. And we find out what made Bob say this. I think when you're dead, you're just done. And we find out what made Monet say this. I didn't put like my front to him, I put my ass to him. All right, mom. Okay, Miss Thing. So let's talk about uh, the- um, Quarantine? I don't know. (laughs) The esoteric um, qualities of the world, the zodiacs, the souls, the religions, Uh, like all that stuff. Well, I mean, let's talk about us not being able to leave our apartments first. Because we were going to do this together, but we are not allowed to be within 600 miles of each other. (laughs) I don't think that's the actual uh, distancing, because I'm definitely next to my next door neighbor. Um, I have not left my house in three days. I know. How do you? How are you coping with this? Um, I'm kind of a homebody anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. I do feel a little bit stir crazy, uh, but you know, more than anything, I've just been feeling a little bit lethargic. I do have some symptoms, like I feel just a little bit like like slow, like sleepy. Um, but most of my symptoms are gone by today. Today's day three of no for symptoms. Me. No, no, no. Of like since I had symptoms. Okay. And um, but I feel pretty good to be honest. Like I feel pretty good. Maybe I I, I had to stop my everyday no matter what, which was really upsetting. Um. Well, to be well, I'm gonna expose Bob. He was not doing it every day like he said he was. That's just literally not true. I was posting videos of myself doing it. Every yeah, day. you were taking water in a spray bottle, spraying your forehead. Tell the truth, bitch. Also, how would you know? Because Jacob is how my would you Jacob. Know? Jacob is my informant, and he let me know. Jacob did not. Jacob did not tell you that. Mm-hmm. Also, you, as you all on the podcast know, Monet be lying about random stuff. So go off, sis. But uh, once I started experiencing symptoms, the main one was sh- that I was having was shortness of breath, and I was like, "Well, I'm not doing this cardio." And actually, for the first two days, I was still doing these little ab workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the last three days, I have not. So I've had symptoms for like four days. Today is the last, today is the, I, I don't really have much besides feeling a little bit lethargic. I know? have to say when I was sick, like especially when I was younger and like in like my early 20s, whatever. And I still believe that now when I was sick, like people always say that you work out when you're sick to like sweat out the the bug or the virus, or whatever it is. Like working out helps Yeah, I don't think out. that's how that works though. That's not a thing. 
You can't I, sweat out a virus. I think that's, it that's helps. An old, that's an old wives tale. You can't sweat out a virus. That's not how. It, that's like. Uh, yeah, that's not a true thing. Well, I don't know if it's like some some, some mental shit, but when I when I'm sick and I work out, I feel way better afterwards because endorphins and blah 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 blah. <clears throat> yeah, but it doesn't make you. It doesn't actually heal you. You just feel better because you're releasing endorphins. Uh, well, maybe you should endorphinate. Well, maybe you should stop making up words. <laughs> just uh, doing stuff. Endorphinate. You you that hood bitch in school that said conversate. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm trying to conversate with my friend. I thought conversate was a word for a very long time. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I, I did. I did have think that. Color me shocked. Um, <laughs> I have to say, being like in this social isolating and distancing, whatever, blah 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 blah, stuck at home. I just keep on eating. I just keep on fucking eating, Bob. Eating, 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 eating. Well, I would like for you to know that I am as light as I've been for the past, like, three years. Well, you were sick, you so you're not eating. You gagging? No, it's because I was working out every day for 33 days, Monet. Mm. You think these last three days have, uh, that when I, I was already down, and I have been working out literally every single day for 33 fucking days, and I was also eating right. And I'm still eating right, actually. I did have uh, noodles with peanut butter today, but it's just noodles. Yeah, noodles have a lot of carbs, mom. Yeah, it's okay to eat carbs. Carb loading is a real thing for like bodybuilders and stuff. Yeah, you ain't no bodybuilder, bitch. I mean, you might you you, you might be shaped like a fucking Bob the Builder, but you ain't a bodybuilder. Monet, you have not seen me for uh, a long time. For all you know, bitch, I'm the buffest, roughest, toughest motherfucker on this side I of the Mississippi. Don't believe that to be true, but sure. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, I'm doing better than you. You're eating, and I am as thin as I've been. So, um, <laughs> get on my level, mom. <laughs> get on my... Do you know what song I just heard for the first time in its entirety, and I watched the video? Fucking Level Up what? by Ciara. Such a good song. Okay, I want to point out that Monet demanded to do Level Up on the Sibling Rivalry Tour. Okay, and that's she had, not... And you had, oh and you had never heard the song? Oh, my God. That's literally not how it happened. Do you... You, no, we were, you we remember were what songs. you want. No, I was not picking no, songs. No, we were... It, then how did you end up level up? Because we force you to do it. Okay, because you and your dancers in your show that you did Crazy Black Lady, they learned the choreography for Level Up. So it was it was between Level Up, uh, uh, what's the other one? Britney Spears Slave. Uh, uh, what's the Beyonce one? And they're like Monet, which one could you? Which one would you like to do? So I you're like, blaming Omar. So Om- Omar bullied you. So Tiny I was like, Omar sure, you to do I guess up. I'll do Level Up by Ciara. I wasn't. It wasn't like Ooh, what song did I want to do. This also reminds me of when you told uh, when you told Larry that you wanted to do Cardi B's song Press, but you didn't know the words, and you kept asking for it every day. You're like, "Do Press? I want Press. Oh, I definitely want Press. Do like some of the audience would say, "I want Cardi," and you would say, "Oh yeah, make it Press and make sure I get it." And the song would come on, and you wouldn't know any of the fucking words. Like, why did you? You are so fucking weird. Ah, because you know. But anyway, Ciara really did it with that song. Have you, has has Sharon ever told you her story about when she met uh, Ciara on the plane? Bitch. Okay. Well, now we, now we, we have to like terribly tell the story. We I know. Not, I will not be able to tell it. As I, not, okay, so <laughs> apparently, Shangela <laughs> saw Ciara in the Delta Sky Lounge. No, they were Once on the a, plane. No, I've I've heard the story. I'm gonna oh. listen to me. Let me tell you the story. Okay. Del, uh, Shangela saw Sierra in the Delta Sky Lounge. She walks up to her and she goes, "This beat is," 
And if any of you follow Sierra, that's when she goes automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky, fresh. But instead, Sierra just looked at her. Wait, just my, go ahead. I'm listening. Just blinked and looked at her. And then she was like, well, you know, my name is Shangela. I was on RuPaul's Drag Race season two. Uh, I, I, I blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then they get on the plane. They're both in first class. And Shangela's like, I can't let this go. Shangela turns around and is like, oh, see, we're both in first class. I'm a celebrity too. <laughs> like, Shangela's like going on with all this stuff. Like, I'm also a big deal. But Sierra has like five people with her. And right. then Sierra just like, all right, sure. And then at the very end, um, at baggage claim, <laughs> Shangela's like, I can't let this go. <laughs> so Shangela goes up to Sierra one more time, but instead Sierra has like five people carrying all of her stuff and Shangela has like all of her bags on a cart trying to push them through herself. <laughs> but that shit, ooh, that shit tickles that me. That is so funny. It's so, so, so good. And you, you know, Shangela is just Shangela's so squirrely. She's probably just popping up over the seats. They are trying to fucking breastfeed her baby. And here comes fucking Shangela in her fucking afro. <laughs> She's like, can this bitch leave me the fuck alone? Also, sometimes when you're in first class, it's like, I just I just want to, like, it's, it's like a 12-hour flight. You look like, you look just, you look dry. You look ashy. You're like, you need some Vaseline. You're like, I'm not trying to talk. Oh, girl, that's the whole thing. You, you think that's going to stop Shangela from having, getting her moment in with, with Sierra? Sierra, girl. girl that Sierra. Shit, that, that is shit so is, funny. Have you ever had a, uh, a, a an uncomfortable interaction with a celebrity on, on, a, on a plane in first class? Um, Probably Lisa Rinna. And I still don't think she, to this day, knows who I am. But we were both in the Delta One. It was, it was from New York to L.A., and she was like a few seats ahead of me, and I was like t- towards like one of the closer pods towards like to get out in the back, and then uh-huh. um, and then I walked forward to go to the bathroom, and then I didn't realize I was like oh my god, I walked past to go to the bathroom, I was like oh my god that's Lisa Rinna, and I love Housewives, I fucking stand Lisa Rinna, she's so goddamn. Wait, 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 which which house, which which one she's from? Beverly Hills. Oh, work. Yeah. I know, like, I fucking love Lisa Rinna. I love, 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 love Lisa Rinna. Boom. So then I go to the bathroom and I go back to my seat and I'm like, oh my God. So I just, like, two minutes later, who the fuck is going to the bathroom that often? I get up to go to the bathroom again. I'm like, okay, on my way this time, I'm going to stop her. I'm going to say, hey, girl. And then so I walk fast. I did, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I walked straight fast. I went to the bathroom again. I sat in the stall for like three minutes. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. okay. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, okay, when I leave this time, I'm going to stop. I'm going to say hello to her. So then I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I'm going to do it. So I get out. I walk past. And then I was going to, and then her, she was talking to her husband as I was walking. So I just fucking did not do it. And I went to my seat. And then uh, I the, the whole flight happened. I went, we were all getting up to leave. And I let her pass me before. And then as she, before I got up to leave, I let her go by to get out the plane. And then she, and then she's walking by me and I put out my hand to stop her. And then she just like looked at me. She looked forward and she just kept on going. But I in her defense, you did hold out your hand trying to stop this bitch. She's like, what the I, fuck are okay, you Okay, it wasn't like a stop halt who goes. It was like a, it was like a very like soft like, hey girl, like a hey. But she just like looked at my hand and she just looked forward and just kept on walking. It, it was a big black man <laughs> at the airport. But also to be fair, like it, I don't I don't know. Is she mean on the show? No, she's just very passionate. She, people love Lisa Ren on the show. She's great. Well, I don't know. I don't watch the show. Uh, I did once see... Um, so I was sitting in... Where was I sitting at? I was sitting in... You know the, the seats right behind First Class uh, in the Delta Comfort? Oh, like, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. 
So I was so I was in like the seat. I was like just about to get bumped up, but I didn't. And then guess who the like? But the guy next to me knew someone in first class, and this lady came around and like talked to him, and she was like hovering over me, <laughs> and I looked up, and it was Martha Stewart. Shut up. And Martha Stewart was just like hovering over me, talking to the guy next to me. Shut up. And I was thinking to myself, there is a fucking ex-convict <laughs> <laughs> flying through the sky, Gag hovering over it. me. I don't know if she's dangerous. I don't know if she is the type <laughs> to stab. But all I know is she's hovering. I'm nervous. You are so silly. Oh, I had another awkward one I had was when I was flying from, I was flying from Hawaii to Minneapolis, but we stopped in LAX. So I got on my connected flight in LAX and in up in the first class. But for some reason, you know, I had like I had took the long flight from Hawaii to LA. I was like, I'm gonna wait to get on this plane. I don't need to run to this plane. So I went to the lounge, like in the airport, did whatever. And so I was like one of the yep. last people to board. So I get on the plane and I was right, I was in I was in the window seat of the first class. So I get to my thing and I'm trying to and the but the person sitting on the aisle, I'm like, oh God, I need to fucking get to my shit so I, so I tap him I'm like excuse me but he did not do you know when people do that thing he didn't get up he like moved his knees for me to like maneuver around him I fucking hate that I am very big I cannot maneuver around you so bitch I was the most extra I didn't like I didn't put like my front to him. I put my ass to him. So I put my ass to him and I like poked it out even more and I like squished past him, rubbing my fucking booty as close to his fucking nose as possible. And then I sat oh in my, my seat. God. Cut to we get to we get to Minneapolis and the light goes on. And he pulls out his this Louis Vuitton luggage and I realized, oh my God, that was Lil Romeo. Lil Romeo sat next to me the whole flight and fucking almost fucking rimmed my hole of getting <laughs> on the plane. My other awkward situation I had was I missed my flight. I was so annoyed because I had a first class flight, but I missed it. So you know, if you miss your flight, oh, you don't get first class. You sure the fuck don't. So I missed my flight. Me and Louise, my old assistant, both had first class, but then we were just rearranged. So we still had decent seats. We were still in Del uh, Delta Comfort, but uh -huh. Louise's seat was like one ahead of me. He was like 13 and I was like 14. It was no big deal. Uh huh. But I cut the corner, and guess who is the first person in line? Who? I just want you to guess. Just uh, guess. Nene Leaks. RuPaul Andre Charles. Shut up! Is the first person. He's just waiting in line, and he sees me, and he goes, I, I said, what are you doing here? He was like, hooking. I'm just hooking. And then RuPaul gets onto the plane, and I look at Luis, and I was like, Luis, give me your ticket. And he's like, what? I was like, give me your fucking ticket. Bob. I was like, I cannot let RuPaul see me sitting behind you. <laughs> <laughs> give me your ticket, bitch. Oh, my God. You were <laughs> ridiculous, Bob. Yeah, and I took his ticket. I made Luis sit in the bathroom. Have, have, you, have you ever done a thing where, you're, where your assistant gets upgraded and you don't? Uh, that's, I don't know if that's happened to me before, but I have had it where my assistant gets upgraded and another girl from Drag Race on the same flight does it. And that really seems to irritate them for some oh, reason. Oh, that happened to me like three times with Aquarius. It happened to me with Cracker oftentimes. Me and Patty would get upgraded. Me and Patty up in the first class at an Aquarius or Cracker back there, especially when we first started traveling. Because Patty, because Patty was working with Peppermint before, so Patty had status with Delta. So they would they would like buy. Oh, so Patty was probably getting upgraded before you. Oh, exactly. So we, we but we would always get upgraded together because they'll buy our tickets always purchased together. So it would be me oh, and yeah, Patty yeah. up in the front and Aquaria Delta Aquaria Aquaria Cracker whoever just in the back kicking. I was like. Mm -hmm. So when we first started uh, uh, touring the season eight tour and all that stuff, yeah. Um, 
we were all flying Delta, except Kim and Naomi were flying United at the time. Oh, and no. No, American. Everyone was getting... Oh, American, yeah. sure. Everyone was getting upgraded, except Kim. So Kim would be fucking in the back by the steerage, <laughs> under the plane. I would be up there flying the plane. And Kim was, or, or like like me and Thorgy would go to the Delta Lounge, and Kim would just sit at fucking like... Oh, at, Kim. At Auntie Anne's. Kim would go to Auntie Anne's. Pretzels. That's so sad. Bless her heart. <laughs> you know Kim deserves it. Oh. Um, I think we should take a break because there's a baby crying in my hallway and that bitch is so fucking loud. Work. All right, we'll be right back while Monet takes, while Monet, uh, takes care of this baby. <laughs> Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Dang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Dang, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M-U-S-I-C-P-L-U-S-T-A-L-K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. Miss Thing, we're back. Yes, we is. So how do you feel about like I don't know, um, like all this esoteric, like astrologies and charts and and like uh, homeopathic <sighs> remedies and stuff like that. You know, I think astrology really annoys me. I feel like it's such like because I think a lot of it is just it's just like general word clues so that it can relate to anyone. I don't feel like it's ever necessarily super specific. Although, yes, yeah, like you're a, you're a strong person who really loves family. Yeah, and you like to work hard. And you really care for your mom. It's like, all right, you nailed it. Good. It's like anyone can identify with that. But then you have to think about like the sun, the moon. They obviously have very strong connections with our planet. For example, like uh, the ocean tides and currents are are direct. I mean, rely a lot on the sun, uh, on the moon and its position. Blah blah blah. So like, obviously, they have some correlation with our existence. But I just don't know if they are super accurate in predicting your personality and shit like that. Okay, well, do you want to hear something that I believe that most other people don't believe? What? I don't know if I completely believe that people have souls. I know, you said that, and I find that to be very interesting because I disagree. So what, what, what is a soul? I think a soul is the essence of who you are, and when you are gone and dead, and when you die, I think that the essence of who you are, the soul of who you are, goes to something else whether it's like a another person or a human being or another animal or something like that i think i think souls are very real so you believe in reincarnation yeah when i'm so wait, dead so- this is gonna be up in something else it might be a fucking oak tree it might be a goddamn lemur but it's she 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 gonna be in something else 
But is that really what you think? I mean, I'm not like, I know that sounds judgmental, but like you think you just keep cycling over and over. But here's the thing about, the thing about, so there are there new souls? Yeah, new souls get, get, get uh, enter the matrix at some point, but the old ones, they go through some reincarnations and they eventually disappear too. Oh wait, so souls do disappear? Yeah, at some point. So this this this, so what, this what, may be the last part, of the, the the last life I'm living. Yeah, this this should be your last opportunity. <laughs> and um, what do you what do you think? Like, <laughs> what is that based off of? Like, why do you think that? Because I just feel like the galaxy and the universe is is way bigger than what we just are. I don't think that this is the end of it. I think that. I don't know what else is out there, but I think it's kind of it's still narcissistic to think that it's just us that this is it. I think that there has to be. But a there is an end of, the, of it. But but you're saying there is an end of it. Like eventually, your soul is just it just is spirals out and it's done. Right, but I think there's still gas left in the tank of this soul. This soul still got life to live. Maybe I won't feel that, that way in, in fifty years. But I know you hear me say this a lot. But like, what is that based on? The, the 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 fact that I just don't think that we are it. I feel like there has to be more out there. I just do. Like I'm not like, saying there's like, not like, other things out there. You mean like aliens? Like aliens? Like like the the fact that people think that we are the smartest species in the galaxy. There is no way. There's no way. I said that. I mean, I've wa- have you watched um, the universe explained on Netflix? They have like people who think that like the human species is like the smartest species in the galaxy. I was like, out of the billions of a a not just billions of planets, billions of galaxies out there, you think that we just happen to be the only one that exists in the in the trillions of planets that may be out there? Like, there's a how? How can we be the only thing? There's no way we can well, be. I feel like. Do you like believe in aliens? Okay, that's an interesting question. Do I believe there's life on some other planet somewhere? Probably. But as Probably. as advanced or more advanced than us? Uh, I mean, who knows? Like, if if there was no other life anywhere else in the galaxy, that wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't be like, unbelievable. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. It would shock me too. But, Bob, think about the, the amount of planets. No, I said, if there was no other life, that would not shock me. I'd be like, actually, if there was no other life, that would not shock me. If I found out there are aliens, that would be the shocking thing. I'd be like, I am blown away. There are aliens. Why, though? Bob, think about the amount of galaxies and planets. And you think that we just happen to be the only intelligent life ever in all of these hundreds of thousands of galaxies and planets out there? We just happen to luck on life? Possibly. I mean, that's the I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a scientist. Uh, all I know is what I know. I'm not know. a seamstress. <laughs> I, 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 but I'm a but I'm a fierce performer. I don't. I just don't know. I'm not like I said. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a fucking astrologist. All I know is what we have here. And if there were aliens, that would be genuine. I'd be like, wow, that's that's news. Well, that's news. There are people that think that 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 more intelligent life has discovered us, but they're like they're like there's no point in talking to us because we're so stupid. For example, like when you see like a family of ants walking around, you're not like, I'm gonna stop and talk to these ants. You're like, there's no point in communicating with them. So they have they have a lot of scientists that believe that. Like intelligent life out is out there, but that we're just so not smart enough to interact with that they don't see the point. I don't believe that because we interact with every life form that's ever been on this planet that we've discovered. Including ants. Well, so I said maybe, theory, maybe maybe they have with us. Like maybe they've taken the humans to study them, but they're like, "Oh, these motherfuckers are dumb." I don't think that people have been abducted by aliens. I that think I it has. Believe. 
I think so. I feel like if people had been abducted by aliens, we know by now. Like we know now. Bob, people Not go like missing all sure. the time. People go missing all the time. People, yeah, are, but, there are uh, hundreds of thousands of people that go missing daily, probably in the world. Yeah, I just don't think those are aliens. I think it could be. I don't. I, again, I don't know if they are. Obviously, we don't know, but I think it could be. I don't think that's weird. I feel like most people who go missing um, are usually through nefarious uh, human being earthling activity and not a whole lot of uh, Marvin the Martian coming by and like uh, uh, beaming people up. I think that's true too, but I think that the alien thing could be very true as well. Um, You know, like for. I just don't think there are any aliens abducting humans. I just just don't think that's happening. Hmm. Well, I don't. I think it needs to open. Free your mind! I mean, I'm willing to free my mind, but I'm also not will. I'm not. I'm not trying to engage in like insane theories that I don't think are remotely true. You know what I mean? Okay. So wait. So wait. So go back to the soul thing. So you don't. So you don't think soul. So if if, if you don't think souls exist, you don't think. Well, we all know your stance on religion. So you don't think ghosts or angels and demons exist either. None of that. Nope. I think when you're dead, you're just done. I think you. Die. I think being dead is a lot like it was before you were alive. It's not darkness. It's not scary. It's not. Bo- it's just. It's just nothing. You just don't exist. You just stop existing. Huh. And I think that a lot of people need to, like, throw out there the idea of, you know, spirits and souls and essences and religions to help them cope with not existing anymore. Um, but I actually find something soothing about the idea of just not existing. Like for me, the idea of existing forever in some astral projection in heaven seems exhausting. Like the idea of like being in a cloud or in the sky or just somewhere kind of ethereally and like looking down on my my uh, children and their children and what if I don't have any kids? Now I'm just looking down at a bunch of fucking strangers <laughs> for eternity. It's like watching a Netflix. It's like watching um, Big Brother, but they don't edit out any of the boring parts. You're watching literally everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but the, the idea of looking down on my ans- like my whatever comes after descendants forever and ever, that does not sound fierce, soothing, or fun. <laughs> <laughs> does it to you i mean forever forever i no, it, it does not sound fun to me maybe there's something else after like when you get there you just something else we don't know even as a you know what i'm saying that you go somewhere after, who knows I, again none of us have died none of us remember what, what we were before we were that's born. not true there's someone who listens to this podcast who probably has died and came back to life oh well, you just what say do we know? you just say you don't believe that no, people can die and come back to life. That's literally science. That happens often. But you, I'm saying you and I have not. You or I have not done that. No, we've not died. Have you, have you, ever, seen, have you ever seen that movie, uh, Flatliners, when they go like to the edge of death and come back? No, what's it about? It's about these kids, uh, these medical students. They like, they like, they like bring their bodies to like the edge of death because, or, or like that show on Netflix called The AO. Did, 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 you, did you ever watch that? No. The AO was about this guy who was studying people who have had near death experiences and then come yep. back to and then and then and then they come back too. So here's the thing, so I looked this up too. When people have near death experiences, your body essentially your brain goes into this like hyperdrive mode, which is why a lot of people see their entire lives. So all of our brains are while they're all wired differently, they're essentially made of the same stuff. 
So we have similar experiences in life. So that's why people often say when they almost died, their life flashed before their eyes. That is a thing that happens to a lot of people. And there have been stories about people who have died and gone to heaven or gone to whatever their religion was specifically. Um, and their brains basically like showed them what they needed to see. What do you mean showed them what they what, showed them? What do you mean what you needed to see? Like if you're a Christian and you're dying, your brain is going into like this fail safe where it shows you what you want to see before you die. Like of your life or where you want to go, you mean? It depends. For some people, it's about heaven. For some people, it's about their lives. Some people, it's about different stuff. But your brain is just creating the... And also, I don't think people realize how powerful your brain is. There's a whole study that says that people can see without their eyes, which actually makes sense. If you think about it, when you dream, you see as clearly as if you're, like, looking with your own eyes. No, but you're, but, but but, you're but, not. But you're seeing things you've seen before. Because yeah, it's, it's your yeah. brain taking pick is your brain your brain has your brain has stored all the stuff that you've seen everything that you've seen before you, is in your brain so you're just seeing things you've already seen not like you're making yeah, up so, shit you're not like going to Montana but like oh no this no your brain can make shit up what it does it basically takes composites from different places this living room that movie this voice that actor and then it makes it into something brand new that you don't recognize. You never had a dream and you were in a place you didn't recognize. It was actually just a composite of places you've been before, things you've seen, or things you've imagined on your own. But I mean, but you've because seen bra- these things before, is what I'm saying. It's not like brand new, something like your eyes have literally never, ever seen or witnessed before, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. But when you go off to like see heaven, you're not actually seeing heaven. You're just seeing a bunch of things. Your brain is compiled to make something new out of a bunch of old stuff. All right, we're, we're saying the same thing. I don't know why you're trying to fight. I'm not fighting. You're the one who keeps repeating it after I say it like you got something new to no, say. No, but I said that first. I said, yeah, but you're seeing what you've already seen. You're, and you're like, no, your brain is like composite. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've seen it before. Okay, Monet. I mean, do you still want to argue about this? Or like, what? what do you want a fucking what, I cookie? I don't understand. I don't. I don't even know what you're doing around this particular moment in time. Um, <laughs> have you ever uh, seen like a ghost or anything? No, I don't think I ever witnessed a ghost. I don't. I on it. I mean, I do that thing, but everyone has that when you're like in your house, and I just see like a little. I swear, I see like a little black shadow run in the corner. Like, I mean, I that happens to me all the time, but I I don't think it's a ghost. I think it's just my mind playing tricks on me, as my mom would say. I mean, I've, I have, uh, I have seen like what I thought was an angel before. Okay, what do you mean? What you thought was it or was it not? So I was really young, and I was. Uh, so I've had sleep paralysis like my whole life. You know, like you wake up and you can't move. Yeah, you wake up and, but it's not just you can't move. It is a really intense fear. It feels like there's something watching you. Sometimes it feels like there's something standing on you. Uh, it's like, honestly, it's probably one of the scariest things I've ever experienced in my life. It is truly, genuinely terrifying. And this happens to you on the regular? Um, couple of t- At least once a month. Really? Yeah, my whole life. And you saw so an angel? A, so I was a kid, and I was in my bed. Also, so when you have sleep paralysis, you can't move, you can't scream. Right. You can't... All you can do is open your eyes. That's all you can do. Right. Open and close your eyes. But not even with force. Just like slightly. Everything's in slow motion. Anyway, so I was I was, I was a kid. I woke up and then I couldn't move. And I was like freaking out. And I was trying. This is like my first time having sleep paralysis. And then this like circle 
this like pool of light opened up on the ceiling and then this like feet came down out of the ceiling and it was this like blonde white man and he was an angel and he was like do not go to Mississippi this summer your grandma's gonna die and then he just shot back up into the ceiling and then I was able to move then I screamed and then my mom came in okay and so did you go to Mississippi did your grandmother die what happened yeah she did okay did it happen when you went to Mississippi that summer yeah it happened that summer yeah Okay, okay, time out. Okay, I'm very confused. Okay, time out. So you were sleeping, so you were up. You weren't dreaming. I don't, maybe I was. That's the real, like, more than likely what happened was I was dreaming, and my grandma just coincidentally died that summer. That is a very strange coincidence, Bob. I mean, she's an old lady. Actually, she wasn't that old. She's 54. She actually wasn't that old. Yeah, that's not Um, old. That is, oh my God, you saw an angel. Or but if I predict my grandma's death every year, I'm going to get it right once. <laughs> okay, but, okay, but were you predicting it before? No, I don't think so. Um, Bob, but that anyway, is crazy, and you don't, th- and and that doesn't make you think that angels exist. Like what? No, because the angel looked just like an angel on a uh, VHS that I had. This my mom got me these Bible, v- like the Bible on VHS. And the angel that I saw in this dream looked exactly like the angel that came to, uh, what's his name? What's Mary's husband's name? John? Uh, 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 Joseph. Uh, Joseph. It, it looked, I'm telling you, exactly like the angel that came to Joseph in my little uh, Bible DVDs, my Bible VHS, these little cartoons. Okay. It looked like that. Except- mm, d- yeah. I, 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 I. I don't even know how to respond to all of this information. But also, why would this angel come down and tell a, uh, how old was I, 1994? So you were I eight? Was, I was, no, yeah, I was eight years old. Why would this angel come tell an eight-year-old, of all people? Because who knows, Bob, who knows? Maybe, okay. Well, it didn't so, work, because she did. Well, I was, oh, no, but he told you she was going to die. He was probably just trying to save you for some, did, did you go to Mississippi or you didn't go? I went to Mississippi every summer. So you, so you definitely went. So were you there when she died? Like in, like in yep. the house? No, my brother was there though. I was in my aunt's house. Maybe the angel was trying to save you from a traumatic experience or something, or maybe save you from you thinking that it was your fault. Like who knows what the reason well, he, was? Well, he basically said, if you go, she's gonna die. So you know, as a child, I was like, well, I'm the reason. Oh my god, coronavirus! Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's getting real. I mean, um, it was also 1994. I've had a lot of time to heal. Um, but, like, I just think that was a coincidence. That sounds pretty, like, I don't know, girl. That sounds pretty on the nose. Like, do you... Th- I do mean, there's you, lots of coincidences. Do you think that every, everything happens for a reason? Like, I genuinely think that every single thing happens for a reason. Like, for example, for ex- I, today I wanted to go to McDonald's, but I didn't end up going. Maybe... The reason I didn't go was because if I went, I would have crossed the street at the wrong time. I would get hit by a car. I would have went to the hospital. Like, I feel like every single thing happens for a reason. I genuinely I think that I don't believe way. that. I don't believe Because that would insinuate that, like, these kids who die of AIDS in Africa died for some great reason. 
That's so I don't believe that. I, I can't I can't believe that there's some great design making everything happen. And a big part of this thing happening is like taking the entire continent of Africa, making it extremely impoverished. Also, a big part of this great design is like making sure that indigenous people in the United States of America are completely impoverished, making sure that they don't ever get their land back. That a big part of this thing, making sure that like this great design is like making white supremacy the number one thing in the world. That this like I can't believe that everything happens for a reason. Reason because if if there is that for a reason, then whatever God there is is fucking racist and has a terrible fucking design. See, the reason why I said that was for you to say that. <laughs> See, I mean, you saying, saying that like, just enlightens someone. Don't believe everything, that's why I don't believe everything happens for a reason. Because if so, the design is really fucked. <laughs> like, like if, like if there, that's a big reason why why I can't believe in God. Because like, if there is there really this God out there who's just not giving a fuck about so many people. And it's like, oh, no, it'd be great in the afterworld. But these other people who are like really like, but Hitler gets to live a long life. And this- To be fair, he didn't, he didn't live a long life. Be, he died at like 40 something. Well, that's farther than like the kid in Africa born with AIDS who starves to death for five years. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's interesting. So that's why I can't believe in this like great design because like, the design is fucked. In my mind, the only way I can believe in a God is like if we are on this earth and God created this earth and he like is like looking down and he's like, this was not my best work. I'm going to cut my losses. <laughs> I'm leaving. You guys figure this out. I'm just going to go. Uh, but, you know, I'll check in every once in a while. Oh, shit. Coronavirus. Damn. All right. I'll check back in a few. Oh, shit. You are about to go to war with North Korea. Fuck. All right, listen, I'll come back in a few. Wait, uh, Nazis are back. Okay, you know what, guys? I, I, I'm i cutting my losses. I'm leaving. <laughs> but just the Sims, I was just going to set everything on fire, and I'll start over next year, next time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like when you play Sims, and, the, and like the career you chose is horrible. You just buy a bunch of stoves, your sim, cut your, them all your, on. Your, your Sim is just mad as hell, grumpy, yeah. losing, sad, depressed. You remove the doors, take the door <laughs> off the bathroom. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's pretty fucked. Uh, do you? Well, well. Do you? How, how you? How do you feel about witchcraft? I don't believe in witchcraft. I don't believe that it's real. I don't believe that it works. And I think that it's just. Um, I think a big part of witchcraft is and prayer, and Christian prayer is uh, just creating a narrative that you want, and then doing things to bring that narrative to life. I mean, as a kid, I used to I mean, as a kid, I was, you couldn't tell me like Sabrina and shit wasn't real. I was like, oh my God, I'm so mad that I wasn't like, I didn't get my powers at 16. I used to fucking be obsessed with witchcraft. I really wanted to like take my finger and be like, and like get like a thing. I also want to send like a shout out to like anyone out there. Cause I know as a black person, I feel like it's not cool to be, to be not religious and to be non-religious yeah. And, like, when I was doing, like, Nubia, and they were, like, praying and shit, and then, like, Monique is, like, praying, <laughs> and everyone's, like, praising Jesus the whole time. And I'm, like, I'm not I'm not interested in this. This doesn't speak to me. And BB's, like, but you can pray with us. And I'm, like, well, why don't you come do... I mean, I don't have anything to do, but, like... <laughs> but, like, also, like, if I say I don't want to pray, like, don't try to make me pray with you. Oh, my God. Like, well, just well, leave well, me alone. Well, well, what you should do is that you should be, like, okay, well, can we do some of my... <laughs> I just make up some crazy shit like okay. well, we're gonna all praise Satan at the end we're all gonna say praise Satan too <laughs> we're praying to everybody 
So we're all gonna hail Satan on three. One, two, oh, wait, oh, we're good? Oh, okay, y'all wanna do your own thing now. Work. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I just wanna send like a shout out to like any like black people out there who are not terribly religious to be like, listen, you're not alone. There are other, there, we're at, we out here. Yeah. All, all people, you know to I mean? other POCs as well and to, um, the three white people to listen, you guys too. <laughs> let's uh let's do our ch- we, we did our charts oh yeah well let's i think we should take a break then read the charts all right we'll be right back. we'll be right back monet what's up with you and so you believe in like uh i see like, no you're already making a false narrative i never said I believe. I, i'm I, asking this is a question I said, well if you listen to our podcast bob i said it earlier in this episode that i don't think astrology is like I don't think that the moon and stars control my personality, but I mean I think that again I think they're vague enough that you're like oh my god that is me, and then when it's not you you're like ah uh-uh, that's not me I don't do that so I think that is a lot of that but I think there are some truths you know for so example right here, Monet, but- I'm showing I'm showing I'm showing my picture this black girl she's under Pisces that's me that is me the house down the glasses the skin that's me. Well, I'm an ascending Capricorn. I'm showing my picture. It is a, like, I don't know what this woman is, but she ain't, she ain't me. That ain't me. So I'm going to read, I'm going to read what an ascending Capricorn is. Apparently, I don't know what an ascendant Capricorn. What does that mean? Okay. Persons I'll tell you where, with, uh, wait, hold on. Ascending is where the, is, is where the sun was. I mean, is, is, is where the moon was when you were born. Work. Persons with ascendant Capricorn show exquisite responsibility and consciousness. They are considered as cerebral persons that dislike showing their affectivity. They are they are aspired to higher things, ambitious and objective for social issues. Does that apply to you? That's the, mm, I mean I'm fine. Also, yeah, I, the social issues part. The other stuff sounds very you. Would you would you would you would you, would you agree? Let's see. Uh, consider it cerebral. Yeah, people consider me cerebral. Higher things. Yeah, everyone aspires to higher things. I'm ambitious. Yes, I'm ambitious. Objective on social issues. Yeah, but also you are also um, ambitious. You aspire to higher things. You are. Uh, well, you're not considered cerebral. Um, <laughs> ex- uh, exquisite. I do have an exquisite amount of response. All right. What, what's your ascendant? My uh, ascending is Aquarius. So idealistic Aquarius as ascendant catches attention by a creative and intelligent spirit. Very on the nose. They develop ideas for their environment. They are anxious to change the world and never ever are they willing to accept stagnation. I hate being stagnant. Like to me, that is to me one of the most unattractive things when, I, when I'm with a guy that's A, not ambitious and just complacent and stagnant in life. I'm like, you don't want to do something more. You don't want something more. So that's definitely me. But it said intelligent. So this is obviously wrong. Oh my God. Um, okay. Yeah, no, it's actual zodiac sign, which is like the day you were born. Like all that stuff. What is your zodiac sign? I'm a cancer. You are a cancer. Down. Uh, since can't, uh, since cancers are born June 22nd and July 22nd are under the domi- the dominion of the moon, they're easily excitable, impatient, and often change their views. Ooh. Often cancers suffer from... What, what are you ooing? Impatient. You are... Bob, you're the most... Imp- when you are not... When you are I'm ready- the most impatient person. Bob, when you want to do stuff on your time, you are ready to go. For example, when we, were, when we were recording the podcast, you're like, girl, bitch, what are you doing over there? Come on, let's go. That is very you, and you know that's you. I'm not impatient. I'm a very patient person. I don't like you wasting my time. When Bob. you say you want to record, I'm like, yeah, you said you're going to record at a certain time. So, yeah, but if someone says, we have to wait until so-and-so, I say, okay, that's fine. We can wait. 
But whenever someone says they're going to do something, so I think what you're saying is I like people to keep their word. That's not about impatience, Mom. You are impatient. Continue on. Anyway, just because you say something doesn't make it true. Is there one? Is there one in yours that says you make shit up? Um, <laughs> often, cancers suffer from lack of independence, which is why a strong need of for leaning toward the good as well as the evil comes to light. I don't even know what that means. Okay, well, you you don't you don't need others to do things, but you do like having a lot of people around you, and that is true. Yeah, I like people. I know what I say you don't. don't I'm just about, yeah. Uh huh. Leaning toward the good as well as the evil. Like, I don't even know what that means. I think basically like you strive for... But to be fair, when you, you love playing devil's advocate a lot of times. And you are very pragmatic, which I think is what that's basically saying. Like, you're not just like all but rainbows and butterflies. And you're, in all, you're not all hail Satan. You kind of like strive for a balance in between, which I think is very you. Uh, what's yours? What sign are you? My Pi- uh, my zodiac sign is Pisces. Um, Pisces have a lot of empathy. They are good listeners and very helpful. They are no others in the zodiac who are just as loving as Pisces. Do you think that accurately describes me? Will you read that one more time? Read that for me one more time. Pisces have a lot of empathy. They are good listeners and very helpful. They are no others in the zodiac who are just as loving as Pisces. I am a very, I am very um, um, empathetic. And I, I wouldn't call you an empath. Now, I don't think that you are. You, you think that you just go around just feeling what people are feeling? I do, Bob. You know me. It's hard for me to make decisions because I'm always because I because I, I I care about how it's gonna affect other people all the time. You know that. You make fun of me for that all the time. No, you are no no no. What I'm saying is you can't say no to people Th- that's because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Empathic. Yeah, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings either, Monet. But I'm also good at saying that for myself. An empath is not so, okay. Being like sympathetic and being empathic are not the same thing. I feel Empathic like I sh- means uh-huh. you can feel other people's feelings, and sympathetic means that you are just taking their feelings into consideration. I d- you I, don't feel I, them. I, I I do feel their feelings. I because like let's say for example, you wanted me to go with you to, you like really wanted me to go with you to buy these pair of shoes, and even though I really don't want to have something to do, I will still say yes because I know it will really hurt your feelings. <laughs> what are you laughing at over there? <laughs> What the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> Bob, <are> you... <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at? That is the worst example ever. <laughs> that was the, those were the lowest stakes imaginable. You could have made up any scenario you wanted. You're like, what if you wanted to buy some shoes? <laughs> but you really wanted to And go- I knew how much it would hurt your feelings if I didn't go buy these shoes with you. Oh my God, that was so funny. Oh my God. That was so funny. Okay, what is your moon? Your, what, what is your moon sign? Mona, you are so... You really tickled me. Um, moon, Capricorn. Oh, Again? She considers her career seriously, obviously. <laughs> obviously, it seems um, as if there is no more room for her emotional life. This part is hidden and abandoned. Okay, okay, my emotional life is not hidden, nor is it abandoned. <laughs> Jacob and I talk about our feelings all the time. Um, I am very open with my partners. I talk about our feelings all the time. I don't, I don't think that I am... That my emotional life is so. hidden or abandoned. You definitely wear emotions on your sleeves. When you are not happy, you are very obviously not happy. 
When you are happy, you are very obvious that you are happy. But I do consider my career very serious. That I do. Debatable. Uh, my moon is Sagittarius. Optimism and stay in a good mood. These are liked to show characteristics of Sagittarius. He is more enthusiastic. Oh, he now they're gendering me. Work. He is more enthusiastic, <laughs> and so he captivates friends and co- I don't know what covals by his interests and convictions. Therefore, he is an idealist, and maybe it is his part to do something to do by his own. I don't know he, him, his. Bitch, this, your Zodiac just called you a nigga. That's what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, read your final personality report. All right, uh, the personality report is our classic and must-have for every astrology fan. Get oh. deep insights into your personality. Oh, bitch, this shit costs $14.99. Monet is, wor- Monet is working for the fucking people. Look at Monet working for these motherfuckers. Okay, let me read mine. The personality report is our classic and must-have for every astrology fan. Get deep well, insights into your personality. Thing. Oh. <laughs> you <are so laughs> intelligence. Intelligence. Intelligence, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, well, my goodness. Well. <laughs> oh, my God, Monet, you are so funny. You are one of the funniest people I know. I'm not even going to lie to you. Oh, my God. Y'all heard it here. Record that. Get that sound bite. And please tag us on social media with Bob say that. Please. And then reading back exactly what I said to me. <laughs> well, I'll read mine. <laughs> All right. Just as a, as a last test, I'm going to read the Zodiac today for different, um, uh, what do you call them? Horoscopes? And see if it fits you, okay? Okay. So... This is today's Scorpio horoscope. Ready? Oh, no, no, no. You, 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 okay, read a random one. I have to guess if it's mine or if it's someone else's. Okay, that's probably smarter. All right. You ready? Intelligence. And career matters are at the forefront of your concern today. Mm. Opportunities for advancement may suddenly appear that you weren't aware of yesterday, and you'll need to make snap decisions and go for what you want right away. Don't be surprised if someone you'd nearly forgotten about is of great help today the presence of people dear to you is going to be significant all right does that sound oh, just, just this. does that sound like something that you could use is this talk is this talking about you does our career matters to the forefront of your concern i mean right now in this a thing i i do i'm feeling that i'm like I, I need to manage my time and my career not i am in isolation and also i remember that thing we're talking about that person who's come back into my life recently maybe this is I feel like this is for me. Is this is this is this Pisces? That was Scorpio. Work. That was Scorpio. Um, all right, let me read one more for you, uh, and then we'll see if this one um, actually hits the nail on the head for you, Mom. Here we go. A new business opportunity may come your way. Um, an old fling will come by with lasagna. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Lives in New Jersey. Oh, do you think that's you, Monet? (laughs) An old fling will bring ramen noodles to your apartment. So stupid. (laughs) Oh my god, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. That's not even funny. You fell for it. You fell for it. Okay, let me read you one. A new business opportunity may come your way. Wait, what? Oh, a new business opportunity may come your way. You aren't likely to want Stop. to. <laughs> but now you're literally reading the one I was about to read. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Oh my God, I can't. Wow. Well, on that note, I think we're done. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Podcast Network.